Hey guys, welcome uh, to the Psycho and Fanatic Podcast Network, Wednesday morning, uh, here at about 8 o'clock recording this. I did not want to do an instant reaction podcast last night after the loss to Kansas State uh, for a bunch of reasons. Uh, like I always tell our staff, we cover the Cyclones if they win or lose. No matter what, we're always there. I didn't have anything productive at all or keenly um, uh, even... Um, sensible at that point last night so i said i'll sleep on it and i'll come in on wednesday morning and do a big reaction podcast to not only that game uh the iowa state women going on the road and beating northern iowa and also the college football playoff rankings which that is on the top of everybody's mind today so that's where i will start first of all i want to thank our friends from carl chevrolet they've been a great supporter of what we do for years now i'm excited we just had a new uh, year contract with Carl Chevrolet for 2021. So um, thank you to them. If you are uh, in the need for a car, truck, actually there's great deals going on right now at the year end. So of course uh, we push you to Carl Chevrolet, Carl Chevrolet, Stewart. Um, all right. College football playoff real quick before we get into hoops, Iowa state ranks six. I'm sure you all saw it. Um, I had a blast last night with the Reese Davis stuff. Uh, it didn't really, I wasn't like ever like offended by anybody's take on Iowa state. To be honest with you, if you lose to a Sunbelt team in week one, it generally is a disqualifier for the college football playoff. We all know that, but it's, it's fun, right? It's fun to be in this conversation. Um, Reese is, uh, is he's a prickly one these days, uh, when it comes to the cyclones and I, I wouldn't want to be a part of any other community, uh, than Iowa state's like, you guys are the best. Like I, I was just dying. It's some of the stuff we saw last night. It's for the overwhelming most part, very fun in nature. Like I thought it was a blast. If if you're not on Twitter, if you don't get on and do that stuff, there's just people giving Reese Davis a hard time. Uh, If you haven't watched the college football playoff selection show, Reese was um, basically pointing out what we all really, I mean, anything he's saying, we all thought um, weeks ago about, you can't lose to a Sunbelt team and then, and then make it in the playoff. But um, I, I think, and this is like my deal with like the Jake Sullivan stuff, right? I don't, nec- I don't disagree with him that there's a problem. Like, of course there is. And I don't disagree with Reese Davis um, on the Louisiana stuff, but then you can't be, you know, touting Ohio state for, you know, the same for their resume and crap like that. Like you just got to stay consistent. And I think that that's all that people want. <laughs> same with Jake Sullivan. Like I talked about on, on, um, what was it? Uh, Friday night. Like, of course there's a problem. Watch the games. But is it because they're not from Iowa? Probably not. Whatever. Um, I'm not getting into all that. Uh, Iowa State at six in the college football playoff. It's fun to see the graphic. I I was asked uh, by Pete Mundo from Heartland College Sports yesterday. I went on his podcast about what the playoff means to Iowa State to me. It's really fun to be a part of. I have zero expectations for Iowa State to play in the college football playoff. The only thing that I'm focused on is uh, Saturday's game against the Oklahoma Sooners, and I'm sure that's where the program is at as well. But it, it, it's a blast to be – be I, I, before I came in, that, that uh, ESPN, uh, the Mike Greenberg show was on, and um, he was um, – Heather Dinich and like Desmond Howard, and they were breaking down Iowa State's chances. This is like prime television viewing uh, for ESPN, and Iowa State football is at the front and center. That's awesome. 
so I'm going to enjoy it. But um, at the end of the day, this season can't be seen as a winner or a loser by um, what happens if Iowa State can get to the playoff or not. Like that, no. Uh, go out and win the Big 12 championship, right? And um, that that's where I'm at, but it is a blast, and I'm going to enjoy it. I've sat through a lot of really terrible seasons, much like all of you, and damn it, we're not going to just sit around and be bitter and, and all that stuff. We'll, we'll have fun with this, and, and that that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, as far as like scenarios and whatnot, Iowa State just needs to win, take care of business, and, and everything will Everything will will handle it like it's supposed to. We can have those conversations if we need to. But um, looking forward to Saturday, Stansbury and I are leaving bright and early on Thursday morning. We are hopping on a Lanjet and heading down to Dallas. I think we might stop at the Tiger King Zoo on the way down uh, because why wouldn't we? If you're driving to Dallas, duh. We have a National Signing Day coverage. Um, Iowa State is sifting through all of that right now. We got a really good. Um, column coming up later on today from Jeff Woody breaking down the game from uh, X's and O's standpoint. Stansberry and I are going to have uh, highly uh, in-depth breakdowns for the game coming up. We're going to record those on our way down to Dallas tomorrow. So uh, stay tuned. All sorts of coverage coming your way from Cyclone Fanatic and uh, the podcast network, CycloneFanatic.com. I want you to, uh, if you're not already, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We'll be uh, doing stories and trying to set the tone for you all. As many of you, uh, I'm well aware, are not going to be able to make it to Dallas during the, uh, the, the, you know, the coronavirus pandemic and whatnot. So we want to make you guys feel like you are there. And if you have any requests, uh, go ahead and chime in uh, and, and let us know, and we'll, we'll do our best to, to appease you all. All right, let's go to basketball, as we're going to do a lot of football later on in the week. Um, go back. You, you can go back and watch our halftime show uh, that we streamed on all the social platforms, if you want. Uh, is my, my opinions really haven't changed since that. Iowa State looks like a team. It was better in the second half yesterday, but... Um, Still, you, you lost by double digits to a team that just lost to a D2 team that started three freshmen. You know, um, they just look like a bunch of guys running around out there. Uh, it doesn't look like a cohesive unit at all. Um, there's a lot of geeky basketball stuff we could get into, like help defense. And I mean, it, 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 have you guys ever seen a pick and roll? Um, all the turnovers. Uh, it's just it's just really ugly basketball, and um, I you know I, I'm vastly concerned now. I I really I I expected them to get killed by Iowa, in 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 a few ways they outperformed my expectations against Iowa, which is bad considering it was a 30 point loss. But um, I I picked this team to finish ninth in the Big 12. I was not expecting much, but I wasn't expecting them to be this bad. Like the, this, I, I thought that, um, I mean, by just by what we saw last night and you, you can't, you can't just put last night in a bottle, um, you know, cause you hope that your team gets better. Right. But they won't be favored in a big 12 game all year after that, after that performance, unless some things drastically change, they're going to be a 20 point underdog on Friday night to West Virginia and then you look at the schedule coming up, like this this could get really bad. 
And um, I, I will stay with what I've been saying because I think it's the fair thing to say. Uh, again, I had poor, I had very low expectations for this team to start. So that's that's where my um, kind of core thought comes from is just I, I never really was expecting much. But where in February, where am I at with this team? Like, do I feel like they're getting better? Do I feel like that there's some hope? Um, and, 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 and I'm just going to go like that. But right now, I, I don't think anybody can honestly say that that's the case. It just, I, I see like glimpses of talent where it's just like, oh yeah, like, you know, uh, Johnson versus Iowa. You're like, oh man, that guy, you know, you can bottle that up and play. Bolton has always been a guy like that where you're like, man, you know, he's not bad. Like he, he can do a few things. Uh, last night it was Xavier Foster. That was the great bright spot. But nothing's like cohesive together, so it, and, and you can't win that way. None of these guys are Superman. I will say this: um, what I'd really like to see going forward is just more of the young guys. Like I, I think that's easier if I'm if I'm looking at Steve Prom if I'm Steve Prom right now, and I'm looking at a disgruntled fan base. I think it's easier to sell playing all of the freshmen and young guys and just saying, okay, we're just gonna we're going to grow this year and we're going to, we're, we're giving these guys great experience and we're going to move forward to me. That's easier than, uh, and I'm sorry. I love, I love Solomon young. He's done so much for the program, but th- it's easier than continuing to make him a focal point, right? Where it's clearly not working. And, um, I, maybe this is the year Steve does that. Steve generally leans on seniors and guys with experience. I think that's his mid major background because that's how, you know, at Murray, you have four-year guys. Here, it's a little bit different, right? And we, we've seen that. Uh, personally, I'd love to see you trot those young guys out and play them a ton of minutes and let's see, like, a little bit like Weber did last night. You know, you start three freshmen and um, and let them grow. It, I think it could be very painful there for a while. But I do like this freshman class. I mean, Dubar is a guy who um, we're seeing a little bit of a glimpse from. I haven't seen enough of Blackwell and Walker, but just knowing what I know about those guys, I do think they can play. I like this group. Um, so I, I think Foster, like, I, I, I won't lie. And again, like, he was really the only bright spot from Tuesday night. There were a couple plays when I watched Foster. I'm like, okay, he looks like an NBA guy, right? I mean, he's got work to do. I'm not. I thought the color commentator last night made it perfect. Like, he's just playing on talent right now. He doesn't really know what he's doing. But, like, there's glimpses. So, I want to see more of that. Like, it just – that will make me feel better about the situation. If I can look at this and go, they're playing a ton of young guys. They're getting better. And I can watch that game by game and watch them progress. We don't get to do that in college basketball anymore because everybody transfers, right? And there's guys going pro. And and there's just no – uh, year-to-year carryover, at least with Iowa State. And that would make me feel better about the scenario than just trotting out the same guys who are still not producing at the level that they need to. So we'll see. Um, but no, I, I I had a guy text or tweet me last night asking me if it's time to ring the panic alarm. I, I think so. I mean, I don't want to, but I, I, I certainly think so. After that loss, I did not... Again, I thought they'd get killed by Iowa. I didn't think that that would be a game. 
It was actually a much more competitive game for 30 minutes than I thought it would be. Even though the scoreboard didn't necessarily always indicate it. You, you saw a team out there I thought that was competing pretty well for 30 minutes. Um, I Last night was not the case. You know, Iowa beat Kansas State by 40. Um, shout out to the Iowa State women. Super rare game and... I'm a, you guys know me. I'm a huge fan of this program. That is, uh, those are my, my gals. I, I've spent many years on the road calling their games. Uh, unfortunately this year with COVID and, um, my daughter being at home and having to educate her, not having to, that sounds bad, getting to educate her, put it that way. And just everything going on. I really had to take some time away and, um, Noah Wolf's doing a great job, so listen to him on the network. Uh, bright young kid who's going to do an awesome job in that role. I love this program, and uh, I was really proud of them last night. So this doesn't happen very often. Ashley Jones gets into foul trouble early. She only had six points last night. Um, I would have to you'd have to do some serious searching to find out the last time she was in single digits in a game. The fact that she had six points and Iowa State still won at Northern Iowa, that's a good program in the Valley. Um, going on the road and winning by six the way that they did. To me, that was a huge step forward for Iowa State. We've seen we've seen major growth since that meltdown of the Iowa last week. Um, Donarski, the, the freshman, now two games in a row. Being the leading scorer, she's got her swagger. This is the young woman that they recruited. She's big time. She's really, really, really big time. She had 19 and 5. Um, Kristen Scott stepped up. They've got to have her kind of be that two scorer. You know, that you can kind of, uh, when Iowa State does really well and maybe they'll upset somebody, it's usually a game when Kristen steps up and plays like that. She was awesome last night. But that, that was a really good win. Um, I don't know how many of you got to watch it on ESPN Plus, but I, I'm really excited about the future of this program. Coach Finley will cringe when I say this, but I, I do believe that this group, this core of young players led by Ashley Jones could be, you know, this could be an Elite Eight type team down the road. Not saying this year, maybe next year. They're really, they're really, really good. So I'm ex- I'm really excited I'm really excited to watch them, and we will um, look forward to that down the road. But Big 12 play uh, getting started here soon for the ladies. And, um, man, uh, we'll, we'll keep covering it. Again, I the only thing I'd ask is because things are obviously really crappy right now. Just keep the gloves on. Don't you, – you can be upset with the team's performance without personally attacking people. Like, I, I just – I don't know. I've been doing this long enough. I, I, I can feel it coming. It's already coming. Just think about that. Whatever. You're probably not going to listen to me. But um, I am um, really looking forward to Dallas. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, please rate, respond, review. Give us feedback on what you like. Um, and we're really working. I, I think 2021 is going to be a banner year for what we're doing at Cyclone Fanatic. I have some big plans, and I uh, hope to tell you about them soon. Thanks for listening. Uh, have a good uh, National Signing Day. Uh, coverage on the front page. 
Later.